Hi everyone, this is Jordan. Just want to check in first before we get started on this brand new podcast. We are sponsored by Black Men Book Club. It's a new idea, a new club, a new process to learn. Check out Black Men Book Club for more info. Enjoy the show. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And you would naturally, as you began on this adventure of dreams, you would fulfill all your wishes. You would have every kind of pleasure And after several nights, you would say, well, that was pretty great. But now let's, um, let's have a surprise. Let's have a dream which isn't under control. Well, something is going to happen to me that I don't know what it's going to be. Then you would get more and more adventurous, and you would make further and further out gambles as to what you would dream. Finally, you would dream where you are now. You know, there's something wrong with it a little bit, like the tip of I that one. That. It's like you can you can hit it, but it's like it doesn't. Sometimes the uh, it just doesn't get through all the way. But it, it'll work if you like hit it hard enough one time, or you can double tap it, like you just double tap on the thing. But it'll oh, it just heats it up down here. So you can just wait a second. You see how it's on? Move you move your hand. You saw how it was on for a second? Yeah. Like it, it got hot here, so now you can try hitting it. It might oh, be easier so for the uh. For it to filter through. Yeah, there you go. Now you can. Now it's like. Yeah. No, it didn't work. Fuck. Yeah. I'm recording now. Just uh, playing with the new pen we have. It works out pretty well. It probably didn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. What about okay. pens though? Like, it's I, like the revolution like with pens like transforming everything. Literally, the one I told you that I had the other day was like amazing. Like, he used a jewel. <laughs> Yeah, I've never heard body. that until then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he used a jewel, and he has somebody who, who actually put it inside the car, the cartridges they have, and it was amazing. I hit that thing eight times, bro, and I was done. That's too many times. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I've hit it. I've hit it enough times today too. So, let me not pretend like it's not gonna be a lot to hit. Um, but you know, I've noticed too. It's really, it's really nice because. Man, it's just so nice because you don't have to worry about all the different shit that's left over. You don't have to worry about having the physical, like, weed itself. Like, it's 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 so much better for that reason. Bro, the mess part. Like, do you oh, know how much God, mess I used just... to make? Like, cutting out the cigarette. Our fucking, are the fucking cat destroyed a birthday gift we got for this man. <gasps> Man, we had a we had a paper set up. It was nice, big. You know the raw paper. I know y'all know what I'm talking about. That big raw paper. Roll it up, put it on the table. Oh, we can put it for Jate. He's gonna love it. We left. Jate came in the next morning. That shit was ripped Man, the fuck up. It was weed up. everywhere. Like it was like scattered. Like you Dude. couldn't even find it in clumps. It was just like. It was it's so many small pieces, like <laughs> like she literally shredded it, and it was like it was you couldn't save it. It was like you know you like oh no, it was the big one too. I was it was the big raw. You know you should see oh. me on the floor. I'm over here like <laughs> trying to trying to find life. I'm like you know what? It's, Dude, I'm gonna get something. Out of it. <laughs> it didn't work out. No. I gave up. I no, was like, it hey. that 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 made it. It was so hard to believe that. This cat could break my heart so quickly. 
Like I, you know, I believe in animals. Like cats. Like you see the damn cat videos online, man. I love yeah, cats. Right. I I love no, I loved cats. <laughs> let me let me reframe that because I used to have a cat. Right. But this cat, Callie, where is? I, you know she's so cute. Everyone gonna come in if they see her. They be like, oh, oh yeah, look at Callie. You know, she's cool. Black cat too. So yeah, black cats. They always get a little bit away from shit. So. Yeah, you she's she, she's evil for that. That I was bad. That 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 was horrible. I had the moment in my life to let it go. I had a chance. I had a chance, and I kept it. You know what? My me and my ex. So my ex had a friend that found these kittens, and you know I'm an animal lover. So mm. my ex like, yeah, babe, can we can we get this kid? I'm like, I want a dog. Kitten <laughs> is free, man. I'm like. I want a dog, you know what I mean? Like, I want a dog. I always wanted a husky. Like, I want a husky, whatever. Yeah. So she she uh, convinced me, and then, like, uh, her friend hit her back, like, hey, you want this kid in because it's been eating my plants, my mom and dad don't want it. So I was like, you know what? Why not, right? We get this kid. It's cute. Uh, all that good stuff. And then, like, we break up. And then, so I keep the cat because it's been living with me. So I was like, why? Whatever. So I'm thinking my mother, all right. You know what? I'm yes. realizing now, Jate, when you just told that story, the cat was biting the plants yes. <laughs> when you when the other owner said exactly. that. This cat bites everybody. She'll bite me. If you have no socks on in this house, you're an open target for her. Open target. She, open she fucking target. Over. She's been doing that since she was literally she got here. Well, she's got like <laughs> a, a year and a few. So like she's she's still, she's still she is still young. She's just got a. She's, she's gotten better low-key in some yeah, yeah, ways, yeah, yeah. but she's gotten worse in other ways. So you it's know, weird. It's like... <laughs> you know, what about cats? That it, cats makes you learn about life. Because, like, this is one of the pets that like, you can't really discipline. And that's mm, the hard part. Yeah, like, true. like, I want to discipline it so bad. Like, you just can't do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, they, they're just... They're just, they're just fucking lions. They don't give that, a fuck. They're they looking for blood. Demands, they, right? they, they don't care about you. They, they do not care about you. They're using you your company is space food and she, you need to get them clean she's, she's literally a black panther like she just exactly she literally is exactly. She, she yeah those those you know and i realized i, was, I remember watching a documentary just on like the entire like animal species like mm-hmm. how they like develop like evolution right. and how like the cat side evolved right, right. that and you just cats been around for years thousands of years well i mean some people it's like it's, uh, millions of years yeah, you know in some exactly. in some ways i mean because it's like four-legged Big T can run fast. That's right, been allowed right. for a long time, low key. When you <laughs> think about it, but it's yeah, like yeah. when you see how they got like in some ways smaller, but faster, and in some ways that like jaguars where they're fucking like you know faster yeah. than any other animal. I mean, is it a leopard? Is it the fastest one? Or is it's it, the same. Thing. It's the same thing. Oh, okay. It is, it is a spot. Oh, I, right, right, right. I, I read a thing about that. I was like, oh, you it's know, the same animal. It just yeah. One guy spots and one just all black. You, you, have you seen a black uh, all black tiger? That was that was like a rare one that came out. It was like an all white tiger. I, probably, I said an all-white lion. Yeah. Albino lion. Yeah, but I think a tiger is it so too? Because like, does it's, it mean they're black if they could have albino babies? I, I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I think this is no. This is fake. What the fuck? No, maybe maybe I miss saw. These are all fake. <laughs> look, yeah. look at the t- Wait, look at the t- That's all bad. People really what do so bad on Photoshop. Like you know what I mean? Like as you know. Uh, you know, with darker pigment, we have the ability 
Yeah. Some look some look darker. Have children. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Some, with some the some bigger stripes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we have the ability to have albino children. So it's like if Adam was yeah. to have albino, with the pigment uh, stuff as well. This is African American. I mean, is uh, isn't it just a genetic? I mean, isn't it just like a genetic uh, change? That's all it is. Like yeah, it's, it's a, But it's, it's not. This is, I don't know enough about. Like that whole albino, is it like a is it a health effect as well? Uh, Does it have like yeah, problems well, other ways? It is, it is it is a health or, is a health effect. Because all I really know is just seeing them. I've seen up on people. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. because the lack of melanin like it's protects you from the sun. And you right. don't have that on your skin. You're more prone to a lot of more diseases mm. and a lot of more exposure when you get to the sun. Cause I see. You, you easily get sun cancer and a lot of other stuff too as well. Like you just your skin is just protection. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, Pigment, that's your good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, so, they're know, like, they're like at 0%. Yeah, yeah, like 0%. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, it could go bad, but cats is like, go back to the cat topic. Like, Oh, that would be terrible for another animal. Yeah, Imagine a snake that was albino or something like that. I saw an albino snake. Yeah, I've seen that too. How the oh, fuck do they survive? See, that's why it's like interesting because yeah. it's like, the, well, you need... Blooded. Right. Do that matters? It must because, I mean, it was, it was a grown snake so it didn't just like die immediately because yeah. they're always out in the sun. That's crazy. You see that two-headed snake? Oh, what? I see that on Geographic. There is literally a two-headed copper snake. Oh, that's... They have found, they have that's literally straight out of hell. Copper that snake. shit came out of, like, the ground and from hell and oh, just said, I mean, we're like, here. At first, I didn't believe it. So, you know, I have the, the National Geographic. Like, they go... No, they... they yeah, did. yeah, they legit. What's their struggle? Right? They go there. They go there, right. <laughs> they go there. And, like, the snake was so... It was so amazing. And, like, the description they talked about is how, like, everything lined up perfectly snake's body only thing yeah. separate was the head the organs and everything else was oh, functioning properly Jesus. as one besides the heads the heads is just divided and I saw the picture I was like I'm, I'm tripping I'm seeing some Harry Potter shit right now you know what I mean like you know yeah we talk about yeah, yeah two like, headed snakes and like you know, two headed snakes and like dragons <laughs> and stuff you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. we always have that concept thing in ourselves like two headed this two headed that mystical things you, yeah ask you or well as you think there's a right. lot of things right now you know there there was just a uh, like big article from the New York Times that came out where the Navy actually admitted that a few years ago they had a few things that happened a few uh, naval incidents that happened where the people the officers came back and reported that they they saw they, they think they saw UFOs mm-hmm. like that broke up because that broke they, a little bit they ago. do their training in like California like off the shore so we're like, off, like yeah like I, I don't yeah they definitely do it in the Pacific Ocean yeah I don't know where that yeah. this event happened yeah. but it happened it was like covered by new york times like recently so it's like i you know i hear that and they were saying well we they, they're saying that but we're not totally sure but yeah. it's like because but you, it's, cause it's, you but, that you I changed mean, the revolution of like human society like human life that, like, they, but they, they they said it would they they released the information okay like, so it's like it's one of those what's it area 50, like, area, no but you know you know like area 51 like everybody believe it Area fifty one is the the base where they yeah, believe yeah. like a lot of that's where the Roswell incident exactly, happened, where that exactly. that's where they claim that happened. I yeah. mean, to be honest with you, are realistically, I mean, do you believe in humans? I believe in yeah, I believe in reality, and I, I believe mean, I know, but I believe I believe there's other other aliens. Yeah, I, mean, I like, do believe that. I believe in there's, humans. There's there's so many planets, man. There's right. so many exactly. opportunities for life. Exactly. They've found so many different planets recently too with the, the telescopes. They've literally. So have you heard of like the the Goldilocks zone no, before? No, no, no. The Goldilocks zone is basically a zone in the universe where there's, it's a basically a space away from a sun, basically mm-hmm. where we think is the most prox the most proximal if a planet is there that will be surviving life. 
Mm. So basically, Earth is in the Goldilocks zone because right. that's for our own estimation. Right. So, you know, there's a few planets before Earth that are mm. hot as fuck, and then you go a little too far from Earth, it's cold as fuck. So exactly. it's like, basically, we found we've had telescopes start pointing to our stars in those exact like coordinates. Same coordinates. Yeah, where that like, where that zone it could is. Be just like Earth. With yeah. A nice atmosphere. It, it, like, exactly, and they found thousands of those planets already. But they're they're tens of hundreds of thousands of light years away, which wait, is wait, 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 millions wait. and billions wait, of miles away, no trillions of miles. You can't even quantify no them that you miles can away. Even make it yeah, unless there's some type of space traveling wait, type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, listen, I'm all for Elon. You know, know me. So know. yeah, no, he you know he shoots he's he just had some launches to go to Mars. We were talking about that earlier, actually. Yeah, yeah, those SpaceX launches. Yeah, his Tesla stuff's good, but the SpaceX stuff, man, that's people don't realize that's the SpaceX stuff they're working on technology they're working on that's the type of thing that was in like Star Trek 50 years ago oh. where, where rockets are landing back on Earth and they're man, going back I, up when, when I, I saw that, 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 that that's it man that's, that, that'll let us go to moon go to the moon we're going to the moon too and by 2024 like NASA's on doing that Elon's trying to go to Mars by tw- by 20 well he said 2024 but probably it's going to push back but he's trying to go to Mars like soon with those rockets like he built those rockets specifically to be thrusters to be mm-hmm. shot at Mars, so people—I don't know—some people don't want to believe aliens, or some people don't want us to travel different planets. I'm all for all that shit. I would I, love—I would I, love to go to Mars in my lifetime. I've always been an adventurous person, so yeah, man. I'm, trust I'm, me. Yeah. He asked me first shift, say bye bye to everybody. Bro. I'm on that boy, and I'm gonna put the first flag down. <laughs> Mars, bitches. Mars, bitches. I touched it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, that—that's. I mean, I do believe though. I do believe because, like this. So even on on the Earth, we still have never. We still have not covered every species that's literally living right now as we speak. Especially in the water. Especially in the water. Maybe definitely not in the water. We have Mm -hmm. what ten percent of the ocean only been discovered. Some low ass number, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's low some, number, it's whatever it is. Like, I don't we know haven't what it is. even touched the gravity of what could be truly living yeah. upon us, and we are just living all normally lives. Bro, they find some weird shit down there, too. The combination of cells, like, they work together. Nature is nature is so underrated well, in today's these society. Ice, these, uh, these glaciers start melting. Do you know kind of bacteria have been exposed? Oh, you mean like Antarctica? Been, like, it's been yeah. living for years, thousands that's, and thousands that, you know, of years. That's a very. That's a very it's coming back to this. Day and age now. That, that's a fair point. That's a fair scary, point. Bro. Yeah, it is. It can be. That could. That could be. That could be the worst thing that could happen because people would not expect that. It could be worse than the Black Death. It could be. It could be. You know, I, I heard. I heard a crazy story. Not to make LA sound terrible, but someone had a case of the, the Black Plague in LA, but they have the cure to that now. But it's funny. Oh, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's like, like, the what? <laughs> like what? I think it was like on Skid Row and shit, like stuff like that. Oh. Yeah. They have, they have a, they do have like a homeless problem. I mean, SF is much worse, but LA still has a, has a homeless problem. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked about a lot of topics today, but, uh. Yeah, okay, <laughs> we we're just jumping, yeah. Start, but like, I mean, we're talking about like homeless, like, to be honest with you, like, I was born and raised in a city where like a lot of people was, you know, homeless and mm-hmm. I was born in the hood. I didn't have too much. Flint, I Flint. Ra- Flint, yeah. Flint, Michigan, yeah. right? I was born and raised in poverty. My parents was teenagers, uh. Didn't really work a really good job. None of that stuff. They didn't have an education. They didn't have a college degree. And um, this is my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Every single day. Like, you know, eating Ken food, eating fried food, eating McDonald's, you know, going to the store, getting snacks, chips, whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just normal, right? Right. And, like, I asked my... Now, I used to collect cans and take cans to the store and get snacks because I knew I couldn't actually make 
money. Mm-hmm. So, like, the way that I live like that, I ask myself, now being an adult, doing the things that I do as a personal trainer, working for Equinox, like, and, like, just doing a lot of amazing things and moving on a scale to make sure that I don't go down a financial struggle anymore, asking myself a few questions. Like, how do a person get to that point? I, I have mm-hmm. no debt. Mm-hmm. I got so right, much debt. Right. It's ridiculous. If right. I stop, it will cave in. But even then, it's like, I'm on my own, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do this by myself. Like, right. I'm willing to grind. And it's yeah. like, I will work three jobs to make sure I have money. Right. Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And it's like simple just saying, walk up to somebody, hey, I'm looking for work. This is what I know how to do. That work that work ethic. I mean, you you have that 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 long grind. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's that's so true. And what you're talking about, like your story about like how you've had to take out a lot of debt to get to where you were, that's a common trend in America, bro. It's like, sad. It's a common like it's the it's the it's the majority of people are like that. So it's like it's one thing like that's why I like Andrew Yang a lot. I don't know if you heard of him. You ever? He's a he's running for president. He's a Democratic uh, nominee because there's hello nominees. But I like him because he wants to actually give, like, he wants to create a uh, universal basic income. Mm. It's basically he gives everyone $1,000 a month, mm-hmm. every American citizen. So you get a grand a month in the government, I get a grand a month in the government, mm-hmm. like, no matter what your income level is. Mm-hmm. So, like, and I thought about that. I'm like, man, $1,000 a month straight out of pocket. Like, not, not like a welfare, not like welfare, mm-hmm. where it's like you got to go apply and do all this other mm-hmm. shit. You don't have to do any of that. It's just like you just are given $1,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that would change hella people's lives. Like, you think about where it would put people immediately when they had nothing. Like, they, get, they can pay for rent. They can do all that. They can start actually, like, applying for, like, school. Mm. Like, I, mean, I know a hell of people, bro, this, like, you're doing these programs and shit, man. Like, you had to just, that type of money that could just be in your pocket where you could just do that. Man, that would save so much. Like, and I that's mean, what he's proposing as president. I'm like. Exactly. I mean, that, that would <laughs> yeah, transform a lot. Of that. I mean, from, well, coming from a city where, like, a lot of people don't make it out. But then in return, like, we do have a lot of athletes and stars and people Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, like for my predicament personally, like I needed a scholarship. I played college right, right. here in Detroit. And I don't like, like that, man. Yeah, like I needed a scholarship. Like I thought I was gonna go to Division One, and I injured myself in in high school and having a low ST score at, at eighteen, at bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody wanted me, man. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I had, and they gave me a small scholarship, but only like a grand, a grand a semester. Yeah. And in grad semester, it was really nothing with financial aid. No, so like, for, I, I, for college, no. Nothing, nothing, right? nothing, so yeah. I had to use loans. My parents didn't have any money. I was on my own. So I had to make a decision. I sacrificed now to make sure I play football, I eat, I could have somewhere to live, but the loan wouldn't pay me back later, man. Mm. And, and and I tell you, it was it was hard because I didn't expect for myself to go down that way. I didn't, because I came from struggle. Struggle so much in your life, you grind it out. You had 13 varsity letters, you played varsity football, basketball, track, uh, baseball. You was balling out, you was a good athlete, good guy. Yeah, somebody's gonna give you the chance, they're gonna pay for your school, and you're gonna do great things. You won't have to worry about the money, you won't be in debt. Mm-hmm. And then when that happened, like, I maxed my loans out, man. I maxed yeah. out, like, you know, my my loans is pretty high, and like, I still on my own, I'm yeah. still at the bottom, you know, though, since I was a kid, it never changed. It's just that my opportunities is greater now. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I still yeah, have yeah, that. Yeah. It's just that I still have no money. But right. my opportunities is greater because I've watched things that I've done. Right. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I mean, there's no sacrifice in the hard work mm-hmm. that it takes to get out of it. Because it's like, it always comes down to like that mental change that you took when you're younger. Right. Like that moment where it was like, I want to, we were talking about before we got on, on here about just like being yourself. 
and just yeah. like taking the accountability for yourself. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like that 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 moment that moment is that that transcending moment, you know? And it's like for me it's always trying to chase back to that moment. Mm. You know what I mean? Cuz it's mm-hmm. like once you get to a certain level, it's like you kind of fall into place. That's why I've been that's what that's the that's the path that I've had to kind of take as I've been trying to like find my creativity and my like drive outside of like money or just things and just like things like that so it's it's been a not a backwards process but like a i'm just trying to just rediscover yeah like you know i I didn't discover myself i mean i i'm happy i did at an earlier age i was at a point when i was like Chains and Air Force One. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> thing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was saw my sagging my cans, you know, yeah. I had, like, <laughs> wearing do-rags in my back pocket. Like, you know, I'm from the hood, so that's yeah. how he was. Like, yeah. now I'm thinking about driving big rims, big cars. Like, that's, that was my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I saw it. I listened to rap every day. But deep inside, I knew I, I like R&B. Like, yeah. you know Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, you want something different. I, I like the skateboard. Like, right. I, I like she-shell necklaces. I love art, you know. And then it came to a point where I was like, you know what? I was mad at myself. I was holding around anger around everything and everybody. Now I was always quick to fight and argue. And I realized, the only reason I'm feeling this way is because I wasn't true to who I truly was. Mm-hmm. So I started practicing that. And then over time, it was a miracle. Like, I felt like, because I never was lying to anybody anymore. I was honest with myself. Mm-hmm. I never, like, lied about it. I never stole anything anymore. I used to steal because I was, like, I was a kid yeah. and had any money. So I had to, you know, steal food and stuff like that. But once I was like, you know what? You're not going to eat that unless you pay for it. When you start learning like, what it meant to pay for things and actually earn things in life that you truly want, you feel mm-hmm. peaceful within yourself. My shoulders feel light. My shoulders feel light today. I feel yeah. light when I walk around. Like, yeah. Even though I go through the things I go through for natural stress, but like emotional, internal stress, mm-hmm. I don't have it. Right. You know what I mean? I can't confront with myself. I look myself in the mirror. You don't do nothing that is not you. If right. you don't feel happy about it and not confident about it, don't do it. Right, don't do it. At the end of the day, you won't have to carry that weight with you for the rest of your life for you trying to pretend to be something that you're not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I told myself, you know what? Don't do that. Right? I see people live those, that terrible life. Like, oh my God, I got married to the wrong person. Or I'm working the wrong job. Or I wish I would have did this. I wish I would have played this sport. I wish I would have I would have tried this out when I was a kid or I was younger. Like, why is we all you wishing? Yeah. Why ain't you doing? You right, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's really not that hard. You're thinking too much about it. Literally, yeah. if you like it, do it. If you don't, just don't do it. I think I think the game of the mind is the biggest challenge that I've had. You know, and I think I think there's a lot of undercover problems like that that people don't talk about, like that people go through. But for me, like it's always been a mental thing. Like growing up, it's literally just been like I was the only child growing up, and like I didn't like school a lot. But I knew a lot of shit, and I wanted to learn a lot of shit. Right. So I would read by myself. I would watch documentaries. I would do all this shit, like, by myself as a kid just because I wanted to know. Like, I would miss school and still be in school. You know? Right. <laughs> like, I, I, would, I was curious, but, right. I, but the system, I, I had a problem with the system. But, you know, you grow up, and you, and, you, and you learn, like, what's not for you, and you just accept it. Because it's like at one point I was really upset because I dropped out. Of, I dropped out. Mm, like my okay. the stories are so different. It's just right, like right, right, it's right. like I was at Wayne's. I, yeah, right, I pushed through. And yeah, I finished. You know, I'm in like that. Part right. Of me felt like, is this something you really want to do? I love football a lot. Yeah. To a point where, and I made a promise like being the first graduate in my uh, family. Like I made mm-hmm. my like I didn't care about the debt. I didn't care about the time frame. It took me six. It took me like almost six years. Like mm-hmm. I didn't care how mm-hmm. long it took me. 
You wanted it. You wanted it. You wanted it. Yeah. I wanted that paper. That was the mission. Dude, that was I was. It. I was. You remember we were on Wayne State together. I was at Wayne yeah, State, exactly. State for one semester. <laughs> yeah. I was. No. I mean, I did that program right. with Rodney. Oh, okay, yeah. That's right, the Apex right, right. program. And I, we barely got through that shit. <laughs> oh, we really did. We were just, because we were focused on totally other things. Even we were just, we were totally focused on just women, having a good time, just like partying, just fucking around. Like we, no, I mean, it was literally like, it was, it, school was, I don't know, it was the last thing I was thinking about. And like, I got to Wayne State. I remember I took, I went to my first class at the Old Main. Well, I was excited. I like, I remember, I literally remember, I'm like, English class? I'm like, but I'm about to be reading and shit. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be lit. I'm about to be in there reading. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a massive nerd, so I was excited about it. But for some reason, I got to class, and I was just in the bitch for like five minutes. I cracked a joke. People were laughing. We was having a good time, and I was just, I was like, I should, I don't. I like, it was like 10 minutes after that. I was like, I don't actually like this. Like, <laughs> like it's like, minutes, like 10 minutes, 10 minutes in. I was like, I don't really. It was so quick. It, it, it was bad. That's why I was like, I was like, oh, this, I was like, oh, this is not good. Right. I mean, but I thought it was just, you know, hey, you just jitters first day type of thing. We were going to that math class, having a lecture hall, all those people in it, and me just like, oh, I can't, I can't ask any questions. Having a lecture hall, he's like, he's lecturing us about math. I'm like, oh, this is, oh, this is bad. <laughs> I was like, because I want to take, I want to ask questions, mm-hmm. but I was, I, I had assumptions that for some reason I had made and. Those were just small things, but overall, it was just like I was just a I was just a low depressed person at the time. Like high school, all the shit I went through, I was just super depressed, super like like angsty teen, just like shit like that. And I I got lucky because I got I got kicked out. Like I I I was lucky because I left the first semester. I told mom I was like, yeah, I can't I can't I don't want to go back. But she went to multiple colleges. Like, she's a social worker, she's a therapist, she does, like, a lot of, like, really good work and helps a lot of people. So, it's like, mom did that, like, my grandma, she went to Wayne State, like, all this other shit, she's done all this other things with school. Like, my aunt, she was, like, a professor at Eastern, like, a, a African-American history professor, all these things. Okay. So, it's like, oh, man, I have all these really powerful figures right. in my life that like, are... With the college, got degrees. With degrees, right, yeah, right. yeah. So, it's like, I'm... But for me, when I'm there, I don't feel any type of, like desire and pull right right it wasn't like pulling toward it with me it was like, like that's, that's, that's real because we totally different experiences yeah. like you know I was so ready to leave the city yeah when I tell you I was in Flint like I didn't this, live in Detroit too yeah, that's okay. the thing like I, oh, I, right. I was I was not in Detroit I was I was in I was in suburbs I was in Farmington okay. okay. like okay, I lived right. in Detroit when I was like a kid but I moved out the suburbs in like middle school and high school mm-hmm. and then I came back to Detroit to go to school and we'll just Wayne State. This is not Detroit <laughs> in a lot of ways. In, in Midtown, yeah. Um, but no, yeah. But you, but you were in Flint. You were in. Oh, you were man, in the I shit. Was in it when yeah. I tell you, like day and night, literally, like for every man. I got so used to hearing gunshots. I could tell you how far away it was. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, off jump, and mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't even flinch hearing the gunshot. Like, yeah, it came to that point in my life. Like I literally stepped through a drive by. In front of my house, like I woke up, the house was sprayed, like from left oh, to right. Oh, like sprayed up! They sprayed up! Like, wow! I literally a bullet went through my my bedroom, and my mama saw it when she was cleaning my room up one day. Oh, it was like man. right next to my bed, like and she was just happy. She would start praying, just happy that I didn't get hit when I was asleep. Yeah, you know what I mean. That should happen. That, that should happen to me one time. One that, time. That happened. That happened to to uh, some story like that happened to me one time too. Really? My neighbor, when I was living in Detroit as a kid, uh-huh. neighbor was shot and killed. Someone came in, came to his apartment. Broke in, robbed him, and murdered him, and like out of the spot, and dipped out that day, that same night. Just everything happened one night. Heard gunshots, boom, everything. I was like, 
fuck? You know, but, I mean, people don't understand, like, this trauma we go through as kids. Hey, and, like, <laughs> like, with the shit, the shit that we, like, the shit that we had to, the, the shit that, like, you've gone through, shit that you've yeah. seen, like, and how it's, like, motivated, like, where you are today. Because it's, like, it's almost like, you don't think about the things on a daily basis, but, like, you are, co- we are constantly running from that shit. And like men- in mental ways, like we're just oh, we're I'm all sprinting from this shit. Like being exposed to that, and, and this is why it goes back to my degree and me becoming an athlete, me joining my frat, uh, Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, mm-hmm. like me doing things like that, like it pushed me, bro. Like, yeah. I, I when I watch movies, I dose myself into it, like I became yeah. one with art. Like, I mean, when I saw the actors, um live a certain lifestyle, I imagine myself being in these shoes, right? When I, I just imagine myself being in different places so much that I believed in my, I could get out of this place, right? Yeah, I was right. looking up to all these stars that went through tragedy and made out, and I'm like, you know what? You live and do the same thing. You go mm-hmm. through tragedy, mm-hmm. but you have a goal, and your goal is to get out. Your goal, you have to go. Yeah. And for, I'm going to tell you, though, when things change, I, this is when things change. That's how I joined this Christian program called uh, Young Life. And I uh, I didn't have no money for this camp. It's a private camp. We go on this resort. We went out of mm-hmm. state, whatever. Uh, we went to Detroit Lakes in uh, I think Minnesota. Oh, wow. uh, okay. So first time we go on a true camping trip. Never been to camp. I'm, I'm a yeah. black kid. Is it this, you said it's a Christian group as it's well. It's a Christian. It's okay. a Christian camp, right? Oh, you know, and it's back when I was you know practicing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, cool. I wanted to go. This is the first time I experienced. So I go to the bus stop to get on the bus. Mm-hmm. There's only eight black kids. Yeah, Flint Township. This is a Flint wow. Township, not oh, Flint. Yeah. Flint. Flint Township. So Flint Township so got, is much bigger. It's like, bigger. We got yeah. Flushing, Clio, okay. Grand Blank, a right. lot of like the suburbs. It's like basically like Farmington Hills of Detroit. Right, or right, right. Or okay. So it's like that, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. eight black kids, or I think maybe maybe nine. Then everybody else was like fifty other, Caucasian. like forty other kids. Yeah, it was yeah. like forty other kids. The whole yeah. bus, right? So we get to the, the site. Beautiful resort. When I say beautiful resort. It was like I'll never forget this in my. I'll never forget this moment. I came yeah. off the bus, sunshine, the grass is cut, people smiling, the atmosphere is so loving, the energy was so, it was so vibrant, I couldn't help but smile. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Knowing that I was different, but I couldn't still help but smile because it was so much positive, right? Mm-hmm. That was the first time in my life I ate three meals throughout the day. I ate a snack. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear a gunshot that first, you know, throughout my, I went to sleep peaceful. I slept so good. I went to yeah. sleep. Uh-huh. I was in the water. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm meeting people who literally just genuinely just care. Mm-hmm. And it was just so, so much love. Mm-hmm. And, and I asked myself in that moment, I had a taste of what life could be like for me. Even though it was outside of Flint, it was something new for me. Mm-hmm. But that, I, I tasted a little bit of that. And I was like, you know what? Eating three meals a day, sleeping peacefully, you know, being honest with myself, talking to people about, you know, how we feel deep inside at night after we have our, our uh, ceremonies and stuff like that. Like, yeah. being open with people, being truthful about who you are, how you feel, doing that daily, and people smiling at you, just generally just love you and give you love. I was like, you know, I, I like this. Yeah. And I wanted to, so I fought for it. So, after that point, I went back. When I went, when I went home, I saw the difference immediately in my life. And after that point, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do everything in my power to have that feeling again. I yeah. don't want to be here in Flint. I don't want to struggle. I don't want to worry about food. And mm-hmm. I told my mama straight up, hey, mom, if you got food or you got bills to pay, don't worry about buying me gifts or anything. I got a job when I was 16 to make sure I had football cleats my senior year. You know, 
I knew my parents were struggling that much. I think, Mom, don't worry about it. Don't give me false promises. So pushing and doing, making those commitments as a child, you know, seeing the difference between lifestyles and fire for something you wanted, I wanted to leave Michigan. I yeah. wanted to leave the whole state. I right. wanted to go. Right. I was like, I, I need to get out of here. Right, right? So right. when I got to college, I didn't, I didn't want to come to Detroit. I, yeah, I hear yeah. everything about it. I yeah. Detroit just like Flint. Yeah. I was like, what's the point? I'm not making <laughs> yeah, no upgrade. Right, right. It's, it's not, not though. Right. Detroit is, I'm not, I mean, as a spectrum of a, like how to develop it is, Detroit is better than Flint because Flint went through a lot of crisis because of the GM stuff. Mm -hmm. and right. Yep. Oh, yeah. And they started leaving. Stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm going to resolve from that. Mm -hmm. And Detroit's a little different. Detroit's bigger. Yeah. Flint's Detroit's like a lot more. small. Yeah. Very small. So I came here. And I was judging. I didn't want to be here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But you came. I, you came here at Wayne State. Was your first time you came to Detroit at all? I mean, I came to Detroit maybe like three times. Three times. Okay. Like, it I wasn't. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. When I came, I came to the hood. I was like, oh, Finkel. I had family. Oh, Finkel. right, right. Yeah, yeah. I was like in the hood. I right. was like downtown. Yeah. So you went from hood to hood. Is yeah, exactly. I didn't see all this good stuff. Right. right. So um, coming here. I made it a mission. I made my mom a promise. I said, Mom, don't worry. I'm going to get my degree. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I made yeah. it a mission. Like, I'm going to be the first grad, first person in my family to get a degree. I'm going to be the first person to do a, be a collegiate athlete. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I fought for that. I yeah. was like, I had that. That was pride for me. Going home and telling people, I'm still in college and I'm fighting to get that paper. I was mm -hmm. pride to say that I had a football game coming every Saturday. I want you to come see me. I was trying to give my friends and family hope. That, like, whatever you dream of, you could go fight for it. I wanted the kids that struggle mm -hmm. just like me who've been through the same stuff. Like, listen, you don't have to fit yourself in that bubble. That's not you. Mm -hmm. if you don't want, if that's not you, that's not true. you don't want to do it, don't, don't, don't do it. Don't do right? it. Don't become I, it. You can, be, you can be anything you want. Anything yeah. you want. Yeah. Anything you want. And I knew what I wanted. So I was, I literally was just fighting for it, right? And yeah. then I joined my frat. I knew I liked the fraternities. So I, I liked the concept of a brotherhood. Right. In fact, I was searching for family because right, my family. Right. A little disorganized, but like we had a lot of family issues and we never really truly everybody got family issues right, right. it's a concept mm -hmm. of life but identifying it and actually making an effort to, to change that my family was on that page so I was looking for family through sports mm -hmm. in my fraternity and I yeah. figured that out it took me football years football and fraternity all that stuff yeah. and so when I got to college that was just I was knocking off milestones I was wondering about myself more and I was like you know what mm -hmm. you do this you do that you do that and yeah. then once I got my degree walked that stage, you know, five mm. and a half years later, going through all the financial debt and all the struggle and have to retake classes and all that. And yeah. I walked across that stage. My mom wasn't there to witness it. She passed away a couple of years ago, but, you know, I thought about her the whole time because she, she put me in school the most and she pushed me the most to get my degree because mm. she knew what it would do for me. And she was, she was the only person in my life that would truly be the happiest. She probably yeah. would have been happy to me to see that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, right, and right, uh, she yeah. wasn't there, but that's miles for you. It's mine. And yeah. I was so overwhelmed. I was walking across the stage. I was so overwhelmed with emotion from from her, but also the fact that I, for years, I dreamed of this moment. Yeah. Just to hold that platform and wear that cap and gown and say that I did everything in my power, even being in debt to today, mm. to get to this little moment. Yeah. And that experience was all I wanted. Mm. If I could go back and tell my friends and family, I experienced this. I know you can too. Mm. You know, right, I mean? man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. So yeah, that's. And and I mean the story. The story for you, which I love the most, is because like, whenever whenever some shit goes wrong, you just double down, and that's what I love about you the most, man. Because I remember literally, literally a few weeks ago, maybe like a month ago, you were sitting right out here, and you were just like. <laughs> 
You like Jordan. I don't know what I'm about to do. <laughs> like, yeah, like you're like Jordan. I don't know what I'm about to do. I hate not having answers. You know? Yeah, no, that's what you said. You, you said you hate that. And then, and then, but the thing about it is, like, when you when you have those moments, you know, it's like the phoenix. You know, when like the phoenix that burns and it burns a new a new a new self. You know what I mean? It's like you shed the skin of your of the self of you in that moment, right, right. and then you create something new. Something beautiful, right? I mean. You can talk about this more if you want to, but yeah. I know you're you're on the way to LA. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. You're yeah, yeah. you're on the way to like really pushing towards like the bigger goal you have. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean. So it's I love to hear you speak on that. So a like, like my my my, my overall in life. If I die, I, I so I, I ask myself a few questions. Like, if you could pass pass away in a certain lifestyle, what would that be like? If you had certain things or certain people around you or a certain atmosphere, well, to me it would look like. Being married, having children, mm-hmm. living in a nice, warm community, mm-hmm. nice and friendly, whatever, and I'm owning a business with my name on it, or I have a part of, and bringing in income daily, which my family don't have to worry about money, don't mm-hmm. worry about food, right. I'm surrounded by happy people, good atmosphere, stuff like that, and I, and having a house that's in my name, or having no debt at all, yeah. and have genuinely friendships, a genuine relationship with my wife and my children, and be happy. I could, if you give me that, if things go left, yeah. I could literally be peacefully passing yeah. at that point. But, yeah. So my trip in LA, I I my job gave me the opportunity to transfer. At first, bro, I was not. The journey yeah. of this job was kind of weird because I thought I wouldn't even qualify for the job in the first place. <laughs> I'm judging myself. But, yeah, like, yeah, but the same. Yeah. A year yeah. ago, almost a year ago, I'm looking at myself in the mirror like, bro, you really about to apply for the job? It's like one of the top. The top. The, the top. The top. <laughs> in, the, in the country the for, top, for personal training, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? Bro, you 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 got that guy, yeah. but then I asked myself a few questions. I'm like, you know what? You you are that guy, and if you're not that guy, you will become that guy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, stop putting caps on your limitations, knowing that you know where you need to get to. My my plans was Cali. My plans yeah. to get us to an atmosphere and an environment that will feed off my energy and the things that I have got moving for my future. I yeah. want to be surrounded more by people who think like me. I right. feel isolated. Right, right, like right. In the fitness, in the fitness world, in the yeah. Fitness world. I'm yeah, trying to convince yeah. people what it's like to actually live healthier and vegan mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not a vegan, but like just the practices mm-hmm. of just eating more veggies and just that, being clean. The healthy lifestyle. The healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Which now Detroit is coming. Like now, mm-hmm. when I'm deciding to leave Detroit, trying to build that up, which mm-hmm. I, I'm loving to see. But my, I don't feel like this is my this is my place. When I was a kid, I, I before my mom once again before my mom passed. I told her a few things. I said, Mom, I promise you I would be a good father. I said, Mom, I promise you I will get a degree. Mm. I said, I, I promise you that I will move to Cali. And she, one thing she came to me, she's like, what you mean, baby? You're going to leave me? I'm like, no, Mom, like, you know, you can come with me. She's like, all right, mm. I'm going to live next door to you. I want mm. you to build me a house next door. I was mm. like, Mom, I don't want you that close to you, but you know what I <laughs> mean? But I was like, I understand. So, like, yeah, now the yeah. fact that she's not here and I carry around a wing necklace on my neck that hold her ashes, because it reminds me that, like, you make goals. You do whatever in your power to get these goals. Mm-hmm. So my goals was to get my goal to the Cali, to start my business and start my family, whatever it is, and, and start my life there because I just feel as a person that I am, I, I will blossom there just yeah. because of my personality and how I am, how I carry myself. Yeah. I truly, I've never been there, but I truly believe it. Yeah. I live through other people who experienced it, lived it, and consciously still go back and forth to Cali. And I, and I, I, I hurt enough yeah. that I don't need experience in myself. Yeah, you know what I mean. So at this point, I'm going here first to my right. job. I, I I bossed up. It came to a moment I was sitting here in Detroit and I'm I'm working to come full time and talking to clients and 
Sit Home is like a change your life, which I love doing. Cause I, I I become a P, I became a PT to literally change life. Cause fitness changed my life. Yeah. Being a fat kid, being obese, not knowing what was healthy, all that, having body issues, shaming myself, self esteem issues, like being depressed mm-hmm. all the time because the way I felt and the way I looked, and, mm-hmm. and people talked about me and having that going through a bullying stage my whole life, being a fat kid, and and I got into sports to become fit. So it changed me so much. Mentally, physically, psychologically, the whole nine. Mm. I want to show people this could be you, yeah, or more, right? yeah, what, or more, whatever it is, you could do it, yeah. So I was like, you know what? What, what have what have you been besides taking head first risk, man? Yes, that's all. That's that's what that's what we all have done. Head that's first risk. head first risk because oh, you have to take those big risks. Yeah, you so, have to. There's yeah. no way you'll get what you want. There's no way you would have you would have got to this point if you didn't make that risk of just applying for this fucking job. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you could have let that that thing in your head say, "Oh well, yeah, you're not ready for that." Yeah, yeah. That's the crazy part about it. Yeah. That's the crazy part about it. But this this is this is the this is the exciting days about it, man. Because I remember when I was moving out to LA. I remember that. I, I know I know that that thing in your chest that's mm-hmm. like telling you, you can't stay here. You can't stay here. You can't stay here. Mm-hmm. The thing about it, it's like you. I came back, but I still felt like that trip was meant to be. Like I had to go. I had to like, I had to assume the responsibility that I'm trying to do everything I can to be out there and make it, because it's an adventure. It's an adventure I into what you want to do, I and you love adventures. Yeah. I, I, you know, I think there's harder things doing. There's, there's worse problems to have. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this <laughs> is this is this is what yeah. you want to be able to just like you want to be able to experience it. So. I love you know, it, man. You know, I when, love you know it. when it first, I just you made me think about this. You know when it first started, me going here first and stuff. Yeah. When I was fourteen years old, my uh, my my high school was academy for two years, and then it switched to high school back to when I got to ninth grade. So when mm-hmm. I was in middle school, the coach knew where I was. When I came a ninth grader, the head coach came to me with football and said, "Hey, you want to play varsity?" I'm fourteen years old. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, no, nah, coach. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want to wait. I want to wait a little bit. Could I yeah. play JV for one year or a couple games mm-hmm. and, then, and whatever? And I get to, I get in my car. My mom picks me up in her old white Bonneville with the roof, the roof, uh, the sunroof back and stuff. <laughs> I never forget this. I'm like, mom, I'm like, mom, coach, want me to play varsity? She was like, what? Oh, baby, you going to play varsity? I'm like, mom, I, I'm only 14. These kids are like 17, 18 yeah. years old. I'm not ready. It's like, no, baby, you're going to play varsity. Uh, you're going to be on the football uh, team. You're going to play. And I was like, okay, mom. I didn't even argue. I was like, all right. You know what I'm saying? But like, from that moment, like, yeah. me going here first, I wasn't ready. Like, I was 14 years old. Yeah. I, at that moment, I was doubting myself. I was like, you know, you're not prepared. Yeah. You know what I found out when I got on the varsity team? I picked up on the plays faster than everybody on the team. I mm. learned the whole handbook. I was playing offense, defense, special teams. I was yeah. on the field the entire time the entire game, as yeah. a freshman Whew. and played and started. And I was making big plays. I was yeah. averaging it when I first started, like five or six seconds a game as yeah. a freshman. As a freshman, and, you know, freshman. And I never lived waste in my life. So, like, everybody's stronger than me, older than me. Like, somebody's almost grown man. You know what yeah. I mean? Wow. The spectrum of age. So, like, I was showing out. And I was like, wow. You like being under pressure. You... Push yourself in a predicament that you thought you wasn't ready for at first, but mm-hmm. you still moved your mm-hmm. feet. Yep. Mentally, you were saying this, but your feet still kept moving. Yeah, yeah. So when I got to college, I felt like I wasn't ready for college. I need tutors. I still went to college and went here first, yep. right? And when I got my first PT job on Wayne State campus, when I tell you this, cause I'm not, I wasn't certified. And I walked to the door and I literally told her, listen, I'm not done with school yet. Uh, I was an athlete for some years. I want to do this. I love PT. I want to learn more about it. And I believe this would be the best first experience for me. 
and she gave me my first job without being certified, without any experience, none mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. And I went head first in. I was scared. But I went, I, you know what? I was like, lost up. I came to her. I talked to her. I told her this is what I wanted. This is my dreams. This is my goals. Yeah. She gave me my shot, right? After that, Equinox was next. And then I, I, I felt the same exact way. Yeah. Thinking like, oh, man, they're not going to hire me. It's you not going to work. Like yeah. you were this big black kid with a beard and bald head. Yeah. You know what I mean? They ain't going to yeah. like you. Yeah, they're going to like you. Don't fit, I, you don't fit the mold. I don't yeah. fit the mold. Oh, I don't yeah. fit the name, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking too much about it. And it's not right. like that. Equinox is a beautiful company. And, right. they, and they have so many great people just like me. And, and it's like, so when I walked to that interview, I, I realized a few things I learned from my fraternity and also presented myself in a way that separates me. Mm-hmm. I was early. I was 20 minutes early. Yeah. I was the second person there. Yeah. At the interview. Yeah. And 40 people showed up. I was right. number two. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was number two for one. And then for three, they said, they said business attire. When you said business attire, I'm thinking button up, tie, suit jacket. All one color, tie right. different color, or whatever, right? You're sharp. I came in looking like business attire. Yeah. People walked in with a blazer and a button up or, and that's it. I was like, are you serious? They yeah, said, yeah, this yeah. is a tire. They're going to give it right here for you. It's like, I know this fitness. I know this is the day and we live in, but mm-hmm. the paper saves the paper. And then I ended, at that point, I stood out even more. Yeah. I stood out even more. And then when mm-hmm. I talked to the guy in my interview, I was still, this, the way I'm talking to this mic is the same way I talked to him. I yeah. told my dreams. I told what I wanted to do. I said I wanted to go to Cali. I said I wanted to start my business. I wanted to grow into this man. I wanted to change lives. I, I am on a mission to change as many lives as possible with my information, my lifestyle, my skill, and the things I've been through. I This is what I want to do. I love it. You know, whatever. They gave me a chance. And when I tell you, I found that I was at my other job and got happy and told my <laughs> other manager, hey, guess what's happening, right? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, 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 good, I'm good, I'm good, bitch. Exactly, right? Like, you know, I'll just let you know, I got hired at Equinox. If I don't, you know, if I don't come to work the next two days, you know why, right? No. And, and, uh, and my, my, they respected it. Yeah. Everybody knew what this guy, I didn't know how to large company was but it was yeah. amazing company. so when I had, when I met this company now I had to open up a new gym and it was an amazing experience I learned so much about business about myself that I need to grow to what it gave me to what I need to get to and it came to a point when I was doing so much to, to become full time here and I realized it came to a point I didn't want to wake up one day it was one, it was one day that took yeah. me this I, I got up my alarm came up I had three clients that day it was a very you know normal day a little less than average what I wanted and I looked at my alarm 5 30 in the morning, I have to catch the bus to work. That's how much I dedicate. I don't care about whatever it takes. Like, if I have to catch the bus to get to work, my goal is to get to work and eventually I will have a car. Like, I It doesn't matter to me. Right. People think too much. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? The goal is to get to work mm-hmm. and you find a way to get to work. Suck it up, wear a coat, wear a jacket, put some boots on, whatever it is. But your goal is to get the job done and my goal is to get to work. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm talking right now. That's my dad. I'm calling back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I didn't want to. I didn't want to get up. I yeah. never felt that. I never felt that the whole time. Time with it. So I love this job and I love my my. I love my coworkers. I love my boss. I love the atmosphere. I love the whole nine. And I was like, Why do you want to get up today? What is going on today? Look, look at yourself. What is really eating you up? And I and I, and it came to me that I've been putting so much energy in building my name and my brand and, and planting so much seed and 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 stuff here in Detroit. Knowing deep inside, I made a promise and I have a goal to get to Cali. And I'm doing so much here, mm-hmm. and I would have to leave it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would have to leave it. Dreams, are, which, dreams are important, Chase. Dreams, dreams are very important. So I had you that moment, to. and you I came to. to my manager, man. Yeah. I came to my manager. Next time, me, my, me and my manager have a weekly meeting. And I came to him, and I told him straight up, listen, man, I don't know what's been I've been feeling like, but this just came to me. I'm 
putting so much here. And since how things played up in the company right now, I would love to be full-time and put my effort in a location where I know I'm going to be at for years. Yeah. People are going to know my name. I'm going to brand myself. And I'm going to grow myself. I'm going to grow a business and mm-hmm. actually start something and whatever and manifest 360 in an environment and a community, whatever. And he looked at me. He was like, okay, cool. Uh, I'll hustle you and leave. Isn't it something how when you put when you put your dream out there when you when you decide to share to share the passion and share the drive that people that you speak to are actually inspired by that a lot of times exactly. and they want to help exactly. you know people want to help when you when when you create a, a vision an opportunity for them to see growth in you mm-hmm. if someone likes you and loves you and appreciates you and they and they see goodness in you when you come to them with your honesty i feel like that's such a powerful moment for both parties because it's like you trust you're showing trust mm-hmm. in that person mm-hmm. and they're showing gratitude mm-hmm. you know it's, it's it's a it's it's a it's a beautiful thing and, and, that's, and that's with anybody though like yeah you, that's anybody you're honest yeah. with anybody and you're always up front no matter what you're going through and you being legit genuine yeah you would be so surprised how much people will go so far for you and it they will help you get to the whatever you're looking for it's yeah it's it, so much man it's so much it's so much but i i want to ask you i'm actually one more question before mm-hmm. we before we wrap wrap this you. up um just like a general thing like with everything we talked about really about you know confidence and just the hard work and just the hustle of like getting getting through so much shit to become who you want to be mm-hmm. like i'm just wondering just like a question like is there like a like a a person or like a book or anything like that that you would recommend that you've taken in that's helped you like create mm. that type of like like energy within yourself? Mm. Like oh. a person, book, like just another content or anything like that, you know? You know something what? you want to share, just Yeah. I recently I got some stuff recently, but overall, since I was a kid. Yeah. I took my parents don'ts and turned to do's. Right? Okay. Or other ways around, I would say this in other words. Everything they didn't do, I wanted to do. Okay. Everything they didn't experience, I wanted to experience. So it was like, I did the reverse psychology of my lifestyle. Because I didn't have it, I wanted it. But it was like the positive way, though. I took all negatives and turned it to positives. Mm-hmm. So in correlation, I asked myself that uh, three times, like, who's your role model, right? And yeah, who's your role model? I had thousands of role models because every person who was successful or did something... I looked up to them. Mm-hmm. Every person that made something out of themselves, I looked up to them. No matter mm-hmm. what it is. It could be like a small glimpse of a moment. I looked at my, and I was like, oh my God, that person is great. Oh my yeah. God, that person did this. Oh my yeah. God, that person, whatever. And so as a kid, I never was a one, it was never one individual. Like, now, like I, idolizing the greatness. Exactly. Like just the like, greatness just, just people. Yeah, just right. the greatness, like, yeah. I was idolizing the stories of success. Like, yeah, that's how yeah, I got yeah, my, yeah. I was driven off that. I see so many success stories from the struggle. I was, I mean, my belief so high, high right now that like you couldn't yeah. tell me no other. Like, really, <laughs> I mean, I tell you to your face, like, I would be one of the best trainers out there. I will get in my own gym. Yeah. I will move to Cali. I will have a family. Like, the, you know, yeah. I, I will. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, so who, who would you say today, though, you're going to say? So today, recently, is somebody who stuck out to me a lot. So mm. I always was looking for, like, motivational speakers. I want to get into eventually. But yeah. everybody goes to Eric Thomas. And I'm like, I love Eric Thomas because he's from Detroit. He had a lot of struggle. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, uh, connect to a lot of stuff he say mm-hmm. but part of me feel like I didn't like the way he speaks sometimes right okay. it was, it was, I mean it's just me though but I yeah. like Eric Thomas he's a great guy Yeah. but then one day um, I was telling my life story once again to my coworker. she comes to me and she said hey you remind me of this guy and I was like who, who are you talking about have you ever heard of this guy 
David Goggins. I was yeah. like, no, I never heard of a big guy, guy named David Goggins. She was like, yeah, David I think Goggins, you should yeah. listen to him. Yeah, yeah. Everything, every time you talk, you remind me of this guy about your life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you know, so now, now I'm intrigued to figure out who who is this guy, David Goggins. Um, so she's like, you know what? I'm gonna give you this book. I've been reading his book. I read his book, and his book is amazing. I think you should you should read it. So mm-hmm. that same day, I uh, pulled up YouTube and I typed in David Goggins, and one of his speeches came in. Yeah, and he talked about his mindset through his struggle, and I went through a lot as a kid. So like, I always preach mindset. I always wanted to be the tough guy, and I thought the tough guy. Sometimes I was growing up with the physical part, but as I got older and I was manifesting, my I am not. I thought the tough guy was the mental part, and the mm-hmm. fact that like I didn't let a lot of things get to me, I figured out I was, I was the tough guy. Right. For most parts, you right, know. Right. So David Goggins talked about the mental too, like how you you control your mind. You could get, you could achieve anything if, if it's a, you know, you could, perce- your perception is your reality at the end of the day. And he, he, he grasped that through his life, you know, mm-hmm. being big and losing weight and joining Navy SEALs and becoming a Ranger and pushing yourself, running, running a, a hundred K races and 50 K races and like never had proper training, but just went out there and just did it, yeah. you know, and making, uh, getting accepted to Navy SEALs after t- ne- poor score, mm-hmm. never, you know, had a bike and a tutor you know, study for like seven, eight months straight, day in and day out, working out three times a day, doing Fucking all crazy. just to get, just to get in. Just to get not, in like, yeah. not even wear the name, but just to get in. And I was like, wow, this guy, mental, you know, his, his mental strength was strong. Mm-hmm. That, man, that yeah, stuck to me more because yeah. that was, it, it reminded me of myself. Like, yeah. I've been through so much pain, so much struggle. I know I'll never give up. And my body has changed. My mind has changed. My life has changed. My friends have changed. My family has changed because how I mentally see things and how I perceive it and come out of it stronger every single time. I put myself through challenges. I didn't know that. Mm. But as I got older, I literally go through hard things sometimes on purpose. <sighs> on purpose. Like, I literally accept the challenge. When, when I found out I, I couldn't, my car got totaled when I had to catch the bus again, I was like, okay, cool, Jate. You back to walking on your two feet. Literally, I was like, challenge, challenge accepted. Yeah. How how bad you want this job? Yeah, but, nice, yeah, right? man. I mean, you 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 set the table, man. You exactly. just you you so set the table. Yeah, Dave, so David David got it. Everybody like the Wayne Johnson. Yeah, you know, Wayne like Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, The Rock. That yeah. boy, huge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can tell like right. Nice we're telling we're telling the fitness guys here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, He's yeah. David got it. As a man, though, like yeah, no, I like I like him a lot too. Funny. I think I'm a little funny. He's funny. Yeah. He's huge. <laughs> he worked hard. He had, he's a good father to his children, as we can see. I don't know what happens back because the media is media. But he gives back. He tells truth about his pain. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a good guy. He's a hustler. He's, a good he's guy. an entrepreneur. Yeah, man, he's a man. He's paid acting history right now. He's a man. He's moving. He's a man. How can I look up to that guy? Oh, you know, David, David is together. too. David is David too. David is too, right? <laughs> David is too. So, so here's what's really motivating to take now. Boy, here's the way to go if you want to be successful. Well, you've heard it here first, folks. But <laughs> all right, you guys, we're gonna we're gonna head out here. Appreciate you guys watching. We'll see you next time.